Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm the girl that's gonna save your life. Eh, you shot pretty well. For a boy. Can't you handle a woman with a big gun? I put the fun in funeral. I like my men covered in blood. Hail to the queen, baby. I can, and I will. I can, and I will. I'll take a bite out of you. Beware the Sirens. Welcome back to another spine-chilling episode of Sirens of Horror. As always, I am your mistress of evil, Ella Evella. Along with her sister of sin, Ash Vicious. Uh, so today is our third creepypasta? Yep, that is our third creepypasta. Yep, so we've, we've gone through Slendy. Mm-hmm. We've gone through the Happy Hound. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about Jeff Lekila. Yep, we're continuing on with our... Friends crew. Oh, yeah, the, the lovely friends crew we have of the Creepypasta. Thank you via Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr. I, I actually did not go on Tumblr to research Jeff the Killer this week because I was just like, no. No, I've done this. I really, really don't want to see how 14-year-old girls have sexualized. Jeff the Killer. No. Really deeply disturbed. <laughs> Even just looking up Slenderman, I saw a lot of pale-skinned, really badly drawn six-packs. Six-packs? <laughs> la la la. Um, this is how disturbed I am. I can't even say the word. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to tumble around. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. That was probably a good idea. Yeah, there are times I have those. Um... So I I had heard of Jeff the Killer, of course, throughout my, uh, but you had never heard of Jeff the Killer before this, Ash. Yeah, no, I mean, I heard, of course I've heard of Slenderman, of course I heard of Smile Dog, but Jeff the Killer was definitely a new creepypasta for me, and, um, you, of course, like, you know, when we, we researched our creepypastas, of course, because we want to make sure we know everything about them. Of course. Um, you had sent me a link to, um, again, another shout out to Creepypasta, because you are fucking amazing! I love you, Creepy. You just did a really, really good one, and I'm really excited as another shout out. Creepy does its 31 Days of Halloween, and they do an episode a day. Ooh. Yeah, so, for the people that are going to enjoy this pasta, also check out Creepy. They do an episode a day in Halloween. Cool. I continue to promote my favorite podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you had sent me a link to a uh, creepy uh, version of Jeff the Killer. And what I found interesting about, like, again, the thing I find interesting about his podcast is he literally just tells you the story. Yeah, it's the same exact version you find. The only times he does anything different is if it's a female. Okay. Like, I'll bring, I'll bring her up again later, mm-hmm. but uh, I listened to Jeff the Killer today, and then I also listened to Jane the Killer, which we'll go into a bit later, but he, Jane the Killer is done by a woman. Okay. But that's the only time that it's ever a different person or a different, like, narration style is if it's a girl, he wants a girl to narrate it. That's cool. it. Um, but yeah, so, like, he's literally telling me the story of Jeff the Killer, and I was, I think, listening to it on my way, you know, like, I was driving somewhere, just in the car, and I'm listening to it, and I, halfway through the thing, I literally had a moment of, like, oh, God, I am legitimately terrified. Like, Is it I when it burned off his eyelids? Yeah, like, that whole bit, and, like, <clears throat> and what's interesting is, again, for me, it's more of a visual thing. Like, yeah. Slender Man didn't fucking scare me, not even the story. Um, smiled on, yeah, a little, I got a little bit of a, ugh. 
you, you, know, you had it more with Smell Dog with the red photo. Yeah, the red photo, um, which is the more creepier of the, the two photos, did kind of give me that little, like, the The human teeth on that photo was yeah, still in there. Though. You know, like, it gave me a little bit of the heebie-jeebies. But this one, literally from, like, story and, like, originally seeing the visual, I was like, oh, he looks like the Joker. It's not that scary. Mm-hmm. This visual did not scare me at all. But the story did. But the story did. And now putting the story to the visual of Jeff the Killer, holy fuck, I'm terrified. Like, that's that's not really something that I was expecting. I was kind of like, because for me, Jeff the Killer is actually one of the few creepypastas that doesn't scare me at all. Well, yeah, like, because I, you're into serial killers, Ella. My favorite is Ed Gein. <laughs> I had this conversation with Josh recently where I was like, well, my favorite serial killer is Ed Gein. He's like, would you like to repeat that sentence? And I'm like, <laughs> my favorite serial, is, serial killer is Ed Gein. What's weird about this sentence? And he's just like, okay. The fact that you don't get, you have, have a, favorite. a favorite serial killer. <laughs> he's very interesting. <laughs> um, Not saying I'd want to meet him. <laughs> Just, do you find serial killers interesting? Which is I why do. I love you. I do. I have, I have many a book. I actually have a book you would like that's on all female serial killers. Ooh, I might, I might think that. Yeah. But yeah, so like, and it was funny because literally after, oh, I remember when I was listening to it. I was on our way to our friend Emily's. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I guess we'll, should we tell them now? Yeah, I guess we could tell them now. Um, next week we're actually going to have our very first guest. Yes, a very, our very special guest, our very good friend, Emily. You have to wait to the end of the podcast, though, to find out what she's doing. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I was on the way to her house listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. and I had stayed the night. Okay. And so I'm sleeping in her living room, and, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. It was pitch black. Oh, God. And I literally just had that, like, I closed my eyes, and I was like, fuck, I can hear Jeff the Killer on my head saying, go to sleep. I'm like... <laughs> I fucking love the fact that this, like, scared you, um, because I think for me, so, uh, the original Jeff the Killer was actually published, or the photo was published, and, uh, the, this is gonna send us down a rabbit hole of feels, but it was published on September 12th, 2018, on Newgrounds. Oh, fucking Newgrounds. I, you know what, to be honest, I think I probably came, now that I think about it, now that I find out that it's, like, on Newgrounds, I think I probably came across Jeff the Killer and was like, okay, this is probably some dumb, stupid thing, and, like, yeah. wrote it off. Uh, but it actually started on Newgrounds, the pretty fucker, like, for, like, answering sake. We <laughs> updated a guy that on a early date of both of us showed us furry porn. On Newgrounds. <laughs> on Newgrounds. Neither one of us asked to see it. He was like, want to see something cool? And it was furry porn. And we found out about this years later. And it was because one of us made a joke about furry porn. And I was like, I had a guy show me this fucking shit on a date. She's like, so did I. And I was like, and he went to, insert college name. Um, my way to be <laughs> ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we realized it was the same person, and we now refer to him as Furry Fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was originally posted on Newgrounds, and then, um, it was actually written by a guy called, uh, Seasour. S-E-S-S-U-R. Okay. But he posted the original story, actually, in October 3rd of that year onto YouTube, but it was taken down very, very quickly, uh, and that story was actually quite a bit different. 
So I actually had never found that, and I actually had to do kind of a little bit of digging. Um, but it was uh, there's there's really I could not find an actual like written thing of it, but I found like plot summaries where it was Jeff went after the bullies. He never killed his parents. He never mm-hmm. killed his brother. Um, because the writer of it originally, the one that, like, we know came out in August of 2012, Mm -hmm. four years later. So the original writer was actually, like, went onto some, like, YouTube channel and was, like, offended that they turned Jeff into this character. And apparently Jeff was supposed to be this, like, 20-year-old, I don't know why, but, like, Italian-American? And I was like, why do we have to be Italian? Why are serial killers Italian? Why you gotta do this to us? We have enough. Um, but what do like, you have against the Italians? Come on now. But apparently he was like much older and he didn't actually kill his family. But there's really no, like, there's no screenshots of it. There's no saved PDFs of it. So a lot of the internet kind of takes it as was that really the original or is he just now kind of trying to cause some controversy yeah about the new version but the one that you would have heard on creepy is pretty much the given new james bible version Mm -hmm. of jeff the killer yeah i mean like honestly like i i liked the idea of him you know defending his brother against the bullies and like killing the bullies and like that was a really cool thing I think the thing that I liked a lot about Jeff the Killer, and the reason why like, it doesn't creep me out, the reason why like, it interests me so much, um, is if you deal with, I think it's Laughing Jack, I believe it's the Creepy Clown, mm-hmm. you have Slender Dog, you have Smile Man, you have the Wraith. Slender Man and Smile Dog. Did I just fucking switch that? Yes, you did. You said, did you literally just say Smile Man and Slender Dog? Uh, yes, <laughs> I meant to do that. I've been looking up a lot of creepypastas today. <laughs> I mean, it is your favorite thing to do. It is, but I, I guess after you read so many, they just jumble up. Um, but what I was saying is so many of them don't really have a backstory. They don't really have a thing... Uh, how we discussed on, like, the New American Mythos, it has to be told different times, with different mm-hmm. powers, different stuff like that. Um, Jeff isn't uh, a campfire story. Hmm. He has a clear origin. Okay. Like, there are different stories that go off of Jeff the Killer, his origin story. Okay. Of he goes, kills this person... Jane the Killer, Jeff the Killer becoming a good guy, Jeff the Killer killing pedophiles, Jeff the Killer doing this, Jeff the Killer living with Slender Man Smile Dog, which is our own personal version of it. Um, Where he's played by Noel Fielding. And it's like a Joey and Chandler thing. (laughs) But the duck and the chicken are like Smile Dog and some creepy ass cat. Um, But I like the fact that he has an origin. It, it, It makes it interesting for me. And especially the fact that it's, Jeff the Killer could be 20 people I knew growing up. Yeah. And that's, I think, the thing that, that's creepy about him. Yeah. Is the idea of, like, 
it's this guy and how you were saying like he defended his brother mm-hmm. he was trying to be a good person and then something terrible happened to him and he just snapped like it kind of goes back to our werewolf episode about like the primal fear about losing control yeah and i mean like that's li- i honestly like that's the cool like I didn't really get terrified until that, you know, later on in the story, like, where he literally carves his face carves his face out, burns out his eyes, like, and then the whole, like, Mommy, this is how I'm happy. I was like, <laughs> I'm beautiful now, Mommy. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what creeped me out. But, of course, I found the whole, like, defending his brother interesting. I found the whole, like, him completely, like, th- like, he, like, he's, it's even talked about, he's like, I didn't want to lose control. I didn't want to lose control. They talk about the itch he feels. Yeah, like, I felt I felt the itch. I tried to ignore it, but it just happened. And, you know, he fucking wails out on those bullies. He fucking, you know, like, he then, and then his brother defends him. Yeah, and says, no, it was me. Uh, and I, I feel like that's also something that's very rare, even in these horror stories. Um, like, you look at, like, another really big creepypasta, Candle Cove. Mm-hmm. Um, which was actually just watched. They did a show called Channel Zero, mm-hmm. and it's they um, made like an eight episode TV show okay. off of Candle Cove. Uh, but it deals a lot with parents that aren't supportive, or an abusive brother, or an abusive sibling, or this, or this, or this, or this, or you know, mm-hmm. there's somebody in your family that shit. You yeah. get the idea. Just family is pretty goddamn, like, Brady Bunchy. Yeah, they were very Brady Bunchy. Like, you know, they moved into a small town. They... Mom's like, no, you're gonna go make friends with people. Dad's around. Dad's talked about. Mm-hmm. And his best friend's his brother. Yeah. There's there's no abuse happening in this household. There's nothing bad happening to Jeff. Yeah. Which he's, is rare. He's just a, you know, like, normal human being. And then all of a sudden... Like, he's a normal human being, but he has this darkness inside of him that every once in a while will come out, and he has no control over it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and, again, like, you know, it happens with the bullies, and then the bullies invade a birthday party, and then, again, it happened. But at that point, he literally has no, like, he has no control of it, like, going away. It just sticks with him. Um, and that's what I found interesting about it. It was like, yes, of course he kills the bullies, and he then, doesn't kill the bullies. Oh, he just, like, beats them up. He stabs two of them. Yeah. And punches one of them. And then, um, I believe he stabs another one during, like, the final conflict. Yeah. When they light him on fire. hmm And, like, the, and that's during the party. And the party, when, you know, during the party. But he also they, runs. Yeah. When they show up, Jeff doesn't just fight them. Um, but he, he runs away. He tries, and I think that's such a cool, interesting idea about Jeff the Killer, mm-hmm. is there's this darkness in him that he battles and battles and battles, and he battles it all the way until he's literally burnt from head to toe. Yeah, and that's when it just, it stays with him. Yeah, because it's, it's that idea, and that's, I think, the cool thing about Jeff, is, like, you, you have to have that point in your head of, like, well, if this happened to me, how sane would I be? 
I think that might be a thing about Jap that creeps you out. Mm -hmm. I know you get really creeped out by the idea of, like, what can you become? Because you said, like, you find werewolves creepier and you find vampires creepier. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, it's, like, the darkness inside of you. I'm like, ooh, go on. If I get angry enough, I'll grow fur and I can bite you in half. (laughs) Where I think that's more of a fear for you is, like, you're, for the most part, a very happy, cheerful little goth girl. (laughs) I'm I'm a pastel goth. (laughs) You're a pastel goth. I'm angry, pissed off goth. I'm Winifred. She's Sarah. There you (laughs) go. Um, but... I think that's a fear everybody has inside that does have even a pastel goth. You still have that little bit of that moment where, like, when somebody cuts you off, you can stab them in the chest. Yep. I'm like, I do definitely have that darkness inside of me. But at the same time, it's, I try to keep that darkness inside of me. Like, it'll, like I'll let it out, of, you know, a couple of times. It's scary. It's frightening. <laughs> I've seen it. It's real creepy. You know, like, if you fuck with my friends, then yes, that darkness will come out, fucking stab you to pieces, and probably cut you up and burn you all at the same time. It's like if Shirley Temple, like, if you walked up in Shirley Temple in, like, a black leather jacket, like, threatening to, like, cut off your balls. That's (laughs) what it's like. It's both terrifying and greatly (laughs) disturbing. (laughs) Um, Because you're like, this should not be happening. These two things do not add up. Yeah. But thankfully, I've never been on that side of it. I've only seen it. (laughs) So, like, I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm going to cower behind Ash. <laughs> this is a new thing, but I'm not getting in front. Whatever. <laughs> um, and I think that's what I think you're right. That's what I find so creepy about Jeff the Killer and all the, you know, werewolves and vampires is that actually losing control of that darkness. Like, yeah. if, that, if I just let that darkness just consume me, I would be, I'd be terrified. Could see you having a really badass wardrobe, though. Yeah, my wardrobe would be pretty badass. I'm just saying, you'd be <laughs> in all flowing caves. Just <laughs> saying. Uh, but no, I, I don't want to see that version. I don't want to see Ash the Killer. I'm good. <laughs> um, Ashy slashy. <laughs> Ashy slashy. But then I think that the big thing about the end of Jeff the Killer that is so deeply disturbing is that he he kills his family and his brother. Mm-hmm. He goes after the people that mean the most to him. Yeah. Um, so, in, in the story, he gets burnt from head to toe, um, gets taken home, and when he gets taken home, his mom wakes up, and he's in the bathroom carving a, like, Heath Ledger-style Joker smile into his face, Mm -hmm. and he's burnt off his eyelids because Jeff thinks he's beautiful. Right, and he wants to be able to see himself and smile all the time. Mm -hmm. And he says, like, it started to hurt because I was smiling so much, and my face started to hurt. Well, now my face won't hurt when I smile, and I was getting tired, so I couldn't look at how beautiful I was, so I burned off my eyelids so I can always look at myself. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he goes and proceeds to stab his mom and dad to death. And then go into his brother's room. Well, in his defense, I think... The mom does does say, go get a gun. Yeah. So he was just like, well, fuck you too, mom. Oh, no. I don't... I, I completely disagree. I think at that point, he was going to kill everyone. Well, yes. But I I mean, at, like, I think that I will... 
I'm advocating a little bit on Jeff the Killer's side for this. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I am. I'm like, do you, did you just hear what you said, hon? <laughs> I am admitting to the fact that I'm advocating to Jeff the Killer. And so this is a devil's advocate, Jeff's, ab- Jeff's advocate? Yes, Jeff's advocate. Of, All right. You know. There'll like, be a great film. It'll still star Robert De Niro. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like, if, you know, if I happen to be creepy, fucked up Jeff, and my mom was like, I'm, like, at that point, yes, I will admit he was probably like, I'm gonna fucking kill everybody because I'm crazy and this darkness I cannot control has just completely consumed me. But if my mom told my dad, oh my god, get the gun and shoot me, I'd be like, well, fuck you too, mom. She doesn't say shoot him. She but, says get the gun. Well, I mean, you, you gotta assume that he's gonna be like, what the fuck is that shit? I'm gonna shoot it. Well, he doesn't have a chance. Dad right. just gets stabbed. But, like... You know, if that happened, I would legitimately, like, well, fuck you, too. Okay, now I'm dead. Like, I was thinking about hurting, like, now stabbing I'm you. Now I'm definitely Now I'm you. definitely gonna kill you. It's kind of like when you're in a fight with somebody, and then they are, like, they say one of those, like, low blow things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I was thinking about emotionally eviscerating you. Now I'm going to enjoy emotionally eviscerating you. Exactly. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what you do not fuck with a Slytherin. <laughs> Yeah, you don't fuck with us. Just saying, this is this is this is in the back of our heads the entire time is a thousand and one ways to emotionally destroy you. <laughs> we don't do it most of the, of the time. Um and then he he creeps into his brother's room and his brother is of course deeply, deeply, deeply disturbed at the sight. Um, and that's where you get this whole him whispering to you, go to sleep. Yeah, so the, the actual story of Jeff the Killer starts with a quote-unquote news article. Mm-hmm. About of a, a little, survivor. Of a little boy who survived um, his parents being killed and Jeff the Killer told him to go to sleep. So you get the idea that after this, Jeff the Killer has just become this Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees... Serial killer. Serial killer of of modern day. And he's just, you know, anytime you go to bed or go to sleep, doesn't matter. And I think the thing that's interesting about the, the forwarding mythos of Jeff the Killer is it tends to be children and parents, mm-hmm. but not always. Okay. Um, there are babysitters that are killed. There are couples that are killed. Huh. So the kind of idea that's that's kind of good about Jeff the Killer is it's not like, you know, uh, Michael Myers you have to worry about on Halloween. Jason Voorhees, if you fuck, you're fucked. <laughs> but up, Jeff. Uh, but you you don't really have to do anything, be anyone, be anywhere for Jeff the Killer to come get you. Mm-hmm. From a single mom in Los Angeles to like a mill worker, his stay-at-home wife, and their four kids in Alabama. Jeff could come kill them both. There's, there's no, besides it being a family, there doesn't seem to be any real, like, modus operandi of him. Interesting. But, I mean, like, does he, he always goes, like you said, he goes after parents, he goes after couples, he goes after, um, a... That's, like the babysitter, but there is there always a kid involved? Is there's that, always a kid. Okay. That's so, that's the one thing. Is there Okay. Thankfully I'm okay then, because I have no kids. Does Daisy count as my child? Yes. 
But I don't think he killed Daisy, because Daisy's a dork. You can't kill Daisy. She would look at Jeff, and Jeff would be like, all right. But yeah, he would legitimately look at Daisy and be like, oh, I want you to be Smile Dog's girlfriend, Dog. Can you come with me? You're adorable. So recently I imagined Daisy bullying Smile Dog. Oh, she would. She would fucking totally blow a smile, uh, bully Smile Dog. My dog is a very tiny pit bull with a very big personality. So, I mean, you know, speaking of, like, Jeff the Killer coming to you. Yeah. And, like, you know, only he, like, only comes to couples with kids or a person with a child. Well, that's, that's the kind of cool thing about it is after this original story that happened, uh, I think I looked it up on Creepypasta and there's close to 170 different stories that have now been written about Jeff the Killer. Interesting. So some of them, like I was saying... Some of them he goes after this, some of them he goes after this. But how I was saying, not like, the origin story is cemented. So it's not like how Slenderman and Smile Dog have like weird origin stories. Um, so you get that thing with uh, Jeff the Killer, so his origin story is cemented. Mm-hmm. But what he does afterwards, that's up to different people. Huh. So, like so I it's said, almost like a game of creepy tel- creepypasta telephone. Yeah, so, like, um, the one that I really, really got into is actually Jane the Killer. And I, a reason why I heard it because it was on Creepy. Uh, and it kind of takes place during Jeff the Killer. Okay. So, it's about when Jeff moves into this house, the new house, the girl across the street is this girl, Jane. So, when Jeff's first at school, she notices not a lot of people are talking to him, so she writes him a note being like, I like your poetry or, like, the book you're reading, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then she actually sees him, um, sees the bully steal the wallets, where he eventually beats up the bullies and his brother gets taken mm-hmm. away. She sees that. And then when she sees the bullies hop the fence, she calls 911. And actually tries to come save Jeff when he gets lit on fire. Interesting. And then after Jeff has, uh, so the whole idea is, like, because she tries to save him, Jeff's parents are like, um, once, like, Jeff's back, we want to have you and your family over for dinner. Mm-hmm. And so Jeff gets back, and, um, she finds out he's coming back over for dinner, and she's got, like, her three kind of friends that are kind of all bitches. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets a phone call, like, in the middle of the night, being like, I'm ready to have you for dinner. Okay. And she figures out that Jeff has killed his family, killed her parents, and killed all of her friends. Shit. And she, being a smart, badass bitch, takes a knife and realizes she, well, she doesn't know her family's dead at the time. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I don't have a choice. I have to go take this knife and try and maybe save my friends and family. She goes over to Jeff's house, gets knocked unconscious, wakes up, finds out they're all dead. Um, And then Jeff pretty much says, like, you were really nice to me, so I feel like I need to make you beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. So he soaks her in bleach and lights her on fire. Yeah. And then when she comes back, he, like, gives her an outfit. Mm-hmm. Which is this black wig, a mask. You're literally looking at the photo right yes, now. Yes, I right? am. I was like, okay, because obviously I'm like, I've never actually heard of Jane the... Jane the Killer. Jane the Killer, so I'm going to look her up. And it's... So, but the Jane the Killer's whole thing is she wants to kill Jeff. Huh. So, she actually goes out and kills people that Jeff's going to kill. 
as a way to spare them from what Jeff will do to them. Interesting. So she, like, slices their throats humanely. Right, versus how he just will stab them and obliterate them. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of, like, a really interesting one. Like, her whole story isn't about being a serial killer, isn't about this. Her whole point is she's, like, um, I remember the sound I heard you scream and you were on fire. And I'm going to make what? I just looked up a picture of her before he gives her the mask. Oh, yeah, just burnt and... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, her whole thing is she's she's trying to track down and murder Jeff. Hmm. So that, that's on one of those things of, like, a somebody else they've added to Jeff the Killer. Yeah. Which is almost, I would almost say she's almost like a vigilante in that way. Very much so. Because I think I, I was looking her up and there was there was a one with her and Smiling Jack. That was like an ep- a creepypasta about her and Smiling Jack. Mm-hmm. Evil music box clown? Okay. That's all I got for you. Cool. He's an evil music box clown who was like a happy music box clown and then... Became the music box clown of a serial killer and then killed the killer and now takes children and traps them in an evil dream world. Okay. We'll do him in a few months. <laughs> um, there's so many I know. That's gonna sound creepy. Yeah, that's gonna sound real creepy. Enjoy, listeners. Um, but, so that's kind of the thing about Jeff the Killer is like, it's this really basic origin story. And then there's tentacles mm-hmm. off of it. Of uh, Jeff the Killer has a girl he wants to make beautiful. Jeff the Killer kills pedophiles. Jeff the Killer in Hawaii. <laughs> I don't know. Jeff the Killer meets Wolfman and Frankenstein. <laughs> and Abbott and Costello. <laughs> that would be amazing. It'll be great. Um... But yeah, like, you know, like, I know, like, earlier you were kind of talking about, like, how Jeff can kind of just, he doesn't really have a motive. Yeah, he's just a psycho killer. Yeah. But, you know, to our listeners, if you ever feel, uh, like, shitting your pants in the middle of the night, here's how you summon our friend Jeff the Killer. No. No, 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 we're not doing this. You can talk about it, but I'm not doing this. No, oh god, no, I'm not doing this either. But if you want to shit your pants, our fellow listeners, feel free to do this. I know some of you will, because you're curious as fuck. Send me videos. Send me videos. <laughs> Give me my Sheldon's poison. If they're still alive. Send me your dead in <laughs> Um. So here's how you summon Jeff the Killer. Alright. Wait until midnight. Take a kitchen knife and go to your bedroom. Make sure everyone in your house is not awake. Close the door and make sure it is, there is moonlight shining in your window. Lay down on the bed and cover yourself with your blankets. Hold the knife close to you, right above where your heart is. Close your eyes and chant, Jeff the Killer, Jeff the Killer, Jeff the Killer. You will hear a voice whisper, Shh, go to sleep. And then open your eyes. No! <laughs> no, I feel like I would pee myself! I feel like just doing that, I would pee myself. Yeah, no, I probably would piss myself too. Like, I, I literally. When I, was, when I was a kid, I was Queen of Bloody Mary. 
Oh, fucking Bloody Mary. I remember Bloody Mary. I got up to ten times of spinning around saying Bloody Mary in the mirror. <laughs> and I was the queen of Bloody Mary. But, like, we, we've had this conversation about, like, the idea of, like, the internet and the worldwide kind of conscious thought. Mm-hmm. Like, theory of if enough people believe in something. Man created God, so God created a man. Theory. Uh, no, not that. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, no, I definitely will not fucking do this. Hell, I'm probably going I'm to. Sponge. I'm never gonna lay in bed and hold a knife above my heart. Yeah, no. So is it like, do you hold the knife like against your chest? Or are you holding it like up? It doesn't specifically say, but I'm going to assume that you're probably like you're just holding... cuddling it. Yeah, you're cuddling the knife. <laughs> the cuddle knife. <laughs> ah, let me grab my favorite cuddle knife. <laughs> No, this isn't the cuddle knife. This is the spooning knife. Because <laughs> we don't talk about the fuck knife. That's right. I fucked the fear turkey. For anybody out there that listened to Hellsinger Bridge. <laughs> oh my god, Hellsinger Bridge. Yes, I fucking love Hellsinger Bridge. <laughs> That's right. I fucked the fear, fear turkey. turkey. Uh, I will not say I fucked my fear knife. Because that sounds like a video on the dark web that I don't want to ever be encountered with. Fuck me with a chainsaw. Fuck me gently with a chainsaw. chainsaw. That's what it is. Fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Which I... You replaced the blades with dildos? (laughs) Maybe. Or... Uh, We're we're not going to get into the weird things that that Ella has seen on (laughs) kink.com. We're not going to get in there. Everybody now knows my favorite porn sites. Great. Um, But I think the thing for me that that doesn't scare me about Jeff the Killer, um, to kind of go back to him, is he reminds me in a way of every fucking 13 to 17-year-old boy that I knew that wore shirts with dragons on them and the Riddler shirts. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know exactly which person I'm talking about (laughs) in particular. Um, like, I would not be surprised if that fucker just snapped and killed, like, his entire family one day. Yeah, no, neither would I. But... And possibly his girlfriend. A girl can dream. (laughs) Um, but... that's, That's kind of the thing that takes it away for like where smile dog was some particularly creepy slender man we all know my giant massive fear of slender man from the episode <laughs> um but the thing about jeff the killer is like in a weird way i feel like if jeff the killer showed up at your house you'd be scared if jeff the killer showed up at my house i'd like grab my like cricket bat and i'd be like all right bitch bend over <laughs> like i am so tired of your moody whiny bullshitting motherfucking face. I'm gonna wallop you so bad till you go crying back to your mama's tombstone. <laughs> tombstone! Tombstone! Uh, but, like, that's that's kind of the thing that I like about Jeff the Killer. Okay. And I don't like. Is I like the idea that he's somebody that I could be scared of meeting. Mm-hmm. The fact that he is based in, like, I know people like this. Yeah. So it, it's creepy in that aspect. But because of my interactions with these people, I'm like, 
I just want to bitch slap you. Valid. Yeah, I could see that. I think, I mean, again, honestly, I think it was just hearing the story for the first time and, like, actually kind of, like, thinking about it. Yeah. And then putting the story to the visual and why he's like that, I was just like, I, I will say the way the writer did the the description of, like, the eyelids and the mouth. And there's something I truly think terrifying about self-mutilation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, we've discussed depression on this podcast and stuff like that, and, um, we, like, I've, I've, I've self-harmed before in the past and stuff like that, and I know you have as well, um, which should be something that's discussed mm-hmm. and gain mental awareness, and if you are ever feeling like doing something like that, reach out and get some help. But when I, I discuss that, and I know people discuss that, it's normally cutting on the arms, cutting on the legs, mm-hmm. stuff like that, but to to the degree of jokerizing yourself, for lack yeah. of a better term. Yeah. Um, it, it feels so... Uh, to, to go against every instinct. Because, mm-hmm. like, when, when you cut yourself or you do stuff like that, I mean, you look at the ways that people commit suicide. Mm-hmm. People shoot themselves, they hang themselves, they cut their wrists, they OD on pills. None of these methods are particularly painful. Yeah. In theory. Yeah, I mean, because when you're doing it, you're not thinking, like, you're... You're me. You're focusing on the pain because that's where you want your depression to go. It's like I'm focusing on the pain. It doesn't I want it hurt. to go here. Yeah. But um, even when you look at like the way people kill themselves, nobody stabs themselves in the stomach twenty four times. Right. No one's going to literally cut their mouth open to where they're smiling and burn out their eyelids. And that's I think the the fear of that 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 does creep me out is going to be like, okay, I, I feel really depressed and I feel alone and I feel sad and I feel messed up and this little bit of pain helps me feel better. Is how far does that pain have to be that cutting open your lips and burning off your eyes, eyelids, mm-hmm. is where your pain level is. Yeah, but then again, I mean, you also had to kind of think about the fact of after, you know, after the fire, his darkness never left him. True. Like, he... He, he wakes that. up in the hospital and he's like, I feel beautiful. But, and, you know, you... Well, yeah, because there's the part of it where, like, his mom sees him and his mom screams and freaks out. Mm-hmm. And dad is just horrified. And he's enamored. Yeah. So it's not necessarily... I think his, you know, his depression making him do that, it's literally just, this is where I feel happy. Because I'm so dark. That. That's my answer to that. (laughs) Um, And you also, like, you have, because, like, they say, oh, it's the drug. Oh, it's the pain. Oh, it's the shock. And yet, you have to imagine somebody who's, who's tried to fight off this darkness for so much of their life treating Jeff like you're a real person right now. We're going to have a lovely, like, therapy session with you, Jeff. <laughs> um, now, Jeff, tell me about your mother. That's the wrong accent for Freud, but <laughs> I don't know why I made Freud sound like that. Jeff, tell me how this makes you feel. 
Tell me about how much you like your penis. I am Sigmund Freud. Everything is about the penis and your mother. Valid. Yeah, Freudian psychology. <laughs> uh, but if you look at... If, if you're trying to keep with this family dynamic, uh-huh. and keep this darkness in, and keep all this, and I'm not going to kill these people, and I'm not going to do this, and I'm going to try and be normal, I'm going to try and do this, and then physically you look so abnormal. Mm-hmm. Is that some weird break in the psyche where it's like the one chain that breaks that frees the lion? Yeah, I, I think so. Like if his brother Lewis had been killed. Would this have also happened? If his parents would have gotten divorced, would this have also happened? Because it was really the one thing, if anything had gone wrong, would this have happened? Or did it have to be being burnt alive? Honestly, I think it might have had to be being burnt alive. Because I think, like, you know, again, with the bullies, he let it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then he realized... Oh shit! You're really in Jeff's corner about all this. Apparently, I'm a I'm Jeff's advocate for this. I didn't think I would be. I'd be like, oh my god, oh, Jeff's fuck. terrified. Not ah, uh, not De Niro, Pacino. Oh, devil's advocate. Yes, Al Pacino. <laughs> really happy. I like didn't just go the whole podcast and just be like, yes, De Niro. I said that on the podcast, and then like then like. I apologize. Oh, great listeners, it's Al Pacino. <laughs> Um, but yeah, apparently I'm pro Jeff in this. Um. Alright. No, I am not Jane the Killer. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm here for having a favorite serial killer and you're pro Jeff in this argument. <laughs> so I would just like our listeners to remind themselves, we're both that shit. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, honestly, I think it was, you know, because... Because after the bullies, he kind of had that moment of like, shit, no, I, I'm i in shock. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I stabbed those guys, punched that kid, did those and things. And then Lewis takes the fall for him, too. And Lewis takes the fall for him, and he's like, no, I did that. Do you think that in some way Lewis knows about that part of Jeff, and he's worried if Jeff gets like put in that situation that it's going to come out? I think so, because... Because Lewis is the big brother. Jeff's yeah. the little brother. Yeah, Jeff was the little brother, and, you know, you know, Lewis wasn't there at the party. And again... Um... No, he's in jail. Yeah, he was in jail at the time. He gets out afterwards, because mm-hmm. the boys proclaim. Cause he wakes, right, cause he, and then he wakes up to see, at the hospital, his Luke. brother, mom, and dad. Yeah. But yeah, like, I think... And I think it's probably because, you know, his brother wasn't there. He didn't have that counterbalance. Yeah. So he's kind of that counterbalance of like, okay, my darkness came out, but I didn't let it come out too much because you're here and I don't want you to see my darkness. That's valid. And then when, you know, shit, when shit hit the fan at the party, Lewis Lewis isn't there, his darkness And they start insulting Lewis. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was that, like, Slytherin, you know, Slytherin moment, like, you are insulting my brother. I'm going to kill you now. I'm going to kill you. Do not fuck with my Sammy. Dean will kill you. Yeah. Actually, do not fuck with my Dean. Sammy will kill you, because Sammy saved your brother. Oh, yeah. And I'm, again, voting for Jeff the Killer. So if you, anyone ever fucks with my Ella, 
I'm really scared right now to ever get beat up. <laughs> Ashy Slashy's coming for you. Um, you already have a very catchy, creepy pasta name, Ashy Slashy. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, this shit writes itself. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I feel like I think that's when it finally just... Gone. Gone. He was burned alive. They insulted his brother... And at that point, he was just like, I'm going to accept my darkness. So they write about it a little bit more in Jane the Killer. It's not so much in Jeff. Um, but that, like, somebody shoved Jane as well. Mm-hmm. Like, she sees it, and she calls the cops, and she's trying to come down, and she's trying to protect him. So it, it might be that full idea, because, like, they shoot God, they try to shoot him around children. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's at the party, because when he gets to the party, he's yeah. like... I'm not playing with these fucking kids. Or I'm going to put on the hat. Pew, pew, pew. And then when the kids jump the fence, he's surrounded by children. He mm-hmm. runs to the bathroom to avoid the kids getting hit in the crossfire. His brother is not there. You're insulting my brothers. You've almost shot children. This girl that I've met a few times is showing up, and you're now shoving her down a flight of stairs. Like, it, it's... How far can you push a good man till he becomes not a good man? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting way to, like, push it. Oh, advocate of Jeffy. <laughs> the El Jefe Advocate. <laughs> so to wrap this creepy spaghetti up, <laughs> this linguine, the bow ties of bloody, that's all I got. Um, the frightening fettuccine. Ooh, I like that Frightening, Frightening fettuccine. I'm like, I can pull out one more. What, what's to you the most interesting aspect of Jeff? Honestly, like, now talking about it and, like, after listening to after talking about it, I think the aspect of him and his darkness is the most interesting aspect. That, like, internal, the way they describe it of the itch and the pull. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, for me, I, I, it, honestly, somebody burning off their eyelids. Like, that, I, I have a thing about, like, stuff under the nails, mm-hmm. stuff with the eyes, yeah, stuff st- under the toenails. Yeah, no, it's I those can't It's those squishy places. Yeah. It's those squishy places. I really don't lie. And also just, like, I watched a lot of, like, old-fashioned Victorian horror of, like, the Hammerfall films when I was a kid. Um, and lobotomies are quite often featured in those. Ugh, I hate lobotomies. So anything involving anything around my eyes, yeah. like, I couldn't put in contacts until I was, like, 21. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I could, like, that, that I could see is definitely being the creepiest part of this, of this podcast. But for me, the most interesting would be See, I, I think I, like, for, it, it's similar, because how far do you have to get pushed? Mm-hmm. How far does a human being's brain have to be pushed to the point where they are burning off their eyelids and cutting their face into a smile, saying, I'm beautiful? Yeah. Like, that's the part about it. It's it's the, the self-mutilation towards beauty. Mm-hmm. You know? It's that, that shit. Like, it's, it's all those stuff, like, that, one of the other weird things that, like, honestly creeps me out are, um... Like they're they're all over Facebook and stuff like that where it's like uh celebrity plastic surgery has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Shit like that terrifies me when you can see like 
balls in people's cheeks mm-hmm. or like stuff like that yeah. where it's obviously like parts of their face aren't where a face should be mm-hmm. like make my stomach kind of churn a little bit yeah and we've discussed that before with like you know the body mutilations of like in horror movies too yeah like we've and the whole things of like mama with me where mama mm-hmm. freaks me out because her body's moving in a way that i know a body shouldn't mm-hmm. so anything that involves a body being in a way it shouldn't fucking be Mm-mm. No. Alright, so, uh, let's do from one to five screams. Well, I think this is gonna be my very first creepy pasta five. <gasps> Jeff, Jeff the gets Killer. You screaming all the way up to a five. Yep. Jeff the Killer gives me a five. Um, I'm gonna give him a three. Okay. I'm gonna give him right in the middle. I think he's good. Um, I think also, like, a difference for it is, like, because I have a wider knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you haven't watched the Russian Sleep Experiment yet. No, I haven't. Or the rake. I'm terrified uh, of the rake. <laughs> or a lot of these. Yeah. So I think Jeff is, is good for, like, we're, we're dipping our toes. Um, okay, it's my first five. I didn't say it's my only five. It's your first five. Um, we're, we're definitely going to get into some, some more horrific things later <laughs> on. Um, but I'm going to give it a three. Um, but I guess, uh, we're on to the next week. So next week we're going to have our very, very, very first guest. I'm super excited. Me too. She's one of our absolute amazing girlfriends. She is our fellow Sanderson sister. Of course, Ash the Sarah. Of course, I am the angry, pissed off Winnie. And she is the beautiful, beautiful woman in the corner telling us, let's form a calming circle. Let's all calm down. (laughs) She's a peach, and um, I was super excited to find out that she's actually a big Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm. So of course I had to be like, join us in the key, in the season of King, as we're calling the season. Right. So she will uh, she'll be joining us next week for our episode on Carrie. Yes, the the Scream Queen to beat all Scream Queens, <laughs> Carrie. Um, I'm super excited. We we kind of came up with the season of King. Mm -hmm. Her second season on kind of accident, (laughs) Um, and it's really just continued. And I'm, I'm really, I think we're now in it. I think we're in it to to win it with Stephen King this year. Yeah. Um, Because I know, and we've discussed this briefly. So next week we'll have Emily, and then the week after that we'll actually be going to see it, Chapter Two, in theaters, and we'll be recording with both. My lovely husband, Josh. And my very, very handsome husband-to-be, Chris. Um, and then we will actually be taking a month off. Um, we think maybe the newlyweds need some time <laughs> alone. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so we will be taking a month off for the wedding, and then we will be coming back for October. But we figured before we leave you guys, we'll give you guys a few more voices to listen to. (laughs) Um, So that's coming up next week. Carrie, check it out. And as always, good, bad, we're the girls with the mic. See you next week.